Ohio State will have it with 6.7 left. And the Illini about to nail down a victory after getting blown out of their own building by Indiana. They've responded right now with a double-digit lead over Ohio State, suing for three. Cuts it to nine at 69-60 as he buries it from way out top. Too little, too late for Ohio State. Game is over. And the Illini with a little rest come back and beat the Buckeyes. They led by as many as 17. They win it by nine at the finish. No losing streak to be had for these Illini. Bouncing back with a win over the Buckeyes here tonight at the State Farm Center. Welcome in Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty with us. What's up, Scott? Hey! It's been a minute. You know, Mike LaTulip's analysis was starting to drop off a little bit. They said, bring back Scott. Yeah. Really get, need him to break this down. So, and this one's going to be easy. <laughs> really good defense and energy. It was it was a good game. Our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. All jokes aside, Mike is away for the evening. He'll be back for the next one, but it's good to have Scott here for this one because, yeah, it, it was pretty easy. The Illini did what they needed to for the most part, especially on the defensive end, and uh, they took care took care of business here tonight. They played hard, and they got after it. Imagine if some of the threes went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought Illinois could win this game. Yeah, you, but had, I, you had a little bit of a bad feeling before it. Yeah, but, I, you know, Ohio State is is, is tough and physical, but they're kind of like Illinois in that they're, they're trying to figure themselves out, trying to put the talented pieces together, and well, Illinois continues to be kind of up and down, but with the rest and the 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 want to on the defensive side, they they killed it tonight. They just snuffed out everything that Ohio State was doing. Held Cincinnati to 14 points, four Illini finish in double figures. A lot of rebounds for the Illini as well. They get the win here, 69 to 60 over the Buckeyes. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397. Joey Wright will be helping us out there. Or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. You're up on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show next. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini Game Day coverage continues. On your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics, News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-9397. Five three five seven. Now, your hosts for the Fasters Etc. postgame show, Evan Kahn and Scott Bainey. Let's score here this time. Seminole run Ohio State. Meyer, left wing three. Got it. Answers the bell. Matthew Meyer makes the three. His 35th made three of the year. 12.44 for the half. McNeil with a pull-up from 15. Missed it. Rebound to Coleman Hawkins. Pass ahead Melendez running the floor. Melendez to the bucket. Laid it up and in. A tremendous balance by Melendez as he flew in from the left side. And, man, he's starting to show flashes of last year a little bit. 10-9. The Illini retake the lead. A little slow start on offense for the Illini, but put together some really good runs on the back of some solid defense here tonight. They get the nine-point win at the State Farm Center. Welcome in, Fasteners, etc. Post-game show. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty 
Joey Wright with you. You heard the numbers there from Gene. If you want to chime in here after this Illini win, and we go to the fan line to open things up. Finney calling from Springfield. Coming back from the game, I'm guessing. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Hey, uh, yeah, we're coming back from the game. I'm with the Zangers. Uh, hey, I first of all, I was very impressed by the business-like attitude. They just got out there and did their job today. A uh, couple of uh, couple things that I really liked. First and foremost, uh, I, I thought that Hawkins played outstanding defense. I mean, he played uh, sent the ball tough early and then played in the post. He was doing an awful lot of work on defense, and that was much appreciated. He had a, he had a well-rounded game. But, you know, I, I also want to say, Lee, when he came in, I thought he played great minutes. This was two games in a row, the, the Minnesota game. He played great minutes when he got time. So uh, I love that. He needs to get a couple more minutes. Uh, but the main thing I want to say is, if you notice, when Illinois is passing that ball around the three-point line and just hoisting threes, nothing's going right. When this team get, pays attention, gets the ball in the paint, whether that's getting danger of post-look or just a drive into the paint, uh, they kick it out to a three. Those are the threes that go in. When you have activity, you get the ball into the paint, good things happen. And far too often, they haven't been doing that. But the second half especially, you can tell Coach made that a priority. They started getting the ball into the paint, and th- good things happen. A- absolutely. A lot of good points there. Uh, and... Uh... Yeah, I mean, the, everybody, everybody, I, I just thought, had an advantage. They were getting by their man, and anytime things got clunky, it's when guys were settling or, or not moving, and guys guys were just getting to the basket tonight. Uh, look, when Illinois runs good offense, they're really tough to beat, and that has been the problem this year is that sometimes offense has not been executed well, whether they're not playing through plays or they're just making poor shot selection. The Illini lofted 28 threes, 5 for 28. That needs to be a better percentage. Uh, but they they are able to rest, on uh, rest, so to speak, on the way they're playing defense and everything else that was, was going on. They created transition opportunities, and they just, they just walled off Ohio State and beat them at their own game by, play, by playing some bully ball. So if they can yeah, imp- the- keep improving that, I think they're going to be really good. In the, in the first half, far too much. Uh, just passing the ball around the outside. You could tell in the second half they made it a, a point of emphasis to try to get the ball in the paint. I personally love it when they get the ball to Deja. Deja has to do a little bit better passing it out sometimes, but but uh, he's he's a he's a better passer in the post than Kofi ever was, and Kofi was an All America. But I mean, if he can if he can become a better passer out of the post, uh, now we can run on all cylinders. But let me tell you, uh, when they get him established in the post, good things happen, and then. When, when our guards or, or wings are able to drive into the post, whether they, you know, end up getting a shot from the L or, or a floater, you know, just get the ball in the paint on offense. Then you can get a three from, you know, inside out. Those are much better threes to take. Yep. I don't think uh, Danger is a 30-minute-a-night guy every night, but you need more than 13 minutes, and he, <laughs> he keeps getting in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. But I, you yep. know, I think we've talked about it before. Danger is probably quicker than Kofi was. I mean, Kofi's Kofi. Kofi's an All-American. I'm not trying to take away from Kofi. I'm just saying skill skill set-wise, Danger's really dangerous down low. So I, I, I agree with Finney that, that uh, feeding him's a good idea. And when he's moving right away, when he gets the ball, good things happen. A uh, lot, lot of positive minutes from the bench here, even though they didn't really show up in, in the points column. Brandon Lee, Ty Rogers, R.J. Melendez, even just a, a few minutes from Sincere Harris. And I have a feeling we'll, we'll be talking about Coleman Hawkins here in this segment uh, later on. So a lot of good thoughts there, Finney. Thanks for calling. You betcha. All right. You can call us as well, 217-356-9397. Back to the fan line we go. Tater, I believe, was at the game as well, calling from D-Land. Hey, Tater. Hey, Econ, how are you doing? Hey, we're doing good. Got a dub. Hell yeah, sir. Uh, hey, uh, Ty Rogers, Dane Danger, Matt Meyer had some great defensive rebounds. What do you think of that? Yeah, Matt Meyer uh, saw, saw he had the, the effort there tonight. Ty Rogers, I looked down, didn't really do a whole lot in the first half, got into foul trouble in the few minutes he was there, and then in the second half he was just flying 
for the rebounds. Uh, re- really liked that and the, the defense that Ty Rogers was playing tonight. Yeah, man, I think he's a go-getter. I, uh, we got some big games coming up here, and uh, we're going to have to rebound. We're going to have to play aggressive. Um, we got uh, some big games coming up here, and we got to win. I mean, if we're, if we're going to be an NCAA tournament team, we're going to have to play like we played tonight. Mm-hmm. I think they're in good shape to, at this moment to make the tournament. It's, it's about playing for a better seating and playing with the right, you know, being hot at that time and playing your best basketball. And and if they're playing the basketball they played tonight and hitting a few more shots and executing a little bit better on offense, who wants to see Illinois in the tournament? Yeah, and I, I thought they did even get some threes there that weren't going in. That 17% is kind of surprising. It felt like they, they hit more shots than that. But, uh, yeah, and the, uh, play, playing at home, good to get a, a home win here in the Big Ten. Doesn't Illinois have a losing record at home in the Big Ten right now? Or maybe that put them at 500. So... Uh, lo- lo- love protecting the home court and uh, and, and the Big Ten and might and be two. gone, but you, you you can't really play for that. You just got to keep tackling the the next game ahead of them. So took care of business here tonight, and we'll, we'll see what happens against Wisconsin. Yeah, I think uh, I think they got to quit relying on the three so much, and you got to feed the danger zone, man. He he's a beast. He played against an All American, Kofi. Uh, every time he gets the ball, he's got quick feet. He's got good uh, dribbling skills. I just think you got to keep keep feeding him, man. Yeah, you just got, he's got to stay on the floor. Yeah, they found him in the in the second half here. He only played eight minutes, but uh, three of four, and he was grabbing the rebounds. But uh, yeah, didn't didn't have the minutes in the first half, and it really wasn't a matchup that called for a whole lot of Dane Danger. Ohio State's big, but they play big kind of like Illinois in, in like a, a no true five kind of situation. So uh, didn't didn't really need Dane Danger tonight because of other guys stepping up, but but all in all, a good performance from everybody. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Epps, he, he's going to be he's going to be great next year. Uh, probably going to lose Shannon and a couple of good guards, Meyer, and, but. Uh, I think we'll be okay, but anyway, I, I just want to give a shout-out to the boys from Effingham and my boss, Gary Husingay. Um, go Illini, and we gotta we got to get this dub on the road at Wisconsin this, this Saturday. Crossroads of America. Shout-out to Effingham. Thanks, Thanks Tater. Sure. Have, have a good evening. Yeah, you too. Call the pay line, 217-356-9397. Jay Nepp's getting his first Big Ten start. He's a, a guy, his first two threes could see were, were a little forced, but he ends up two of eight, and I think a couple more of those probably could have fallen in. I think when he first got here, at least, you wanted to mesh Epps and Harris together to make one super <laughs> guard because Harris is so good on defense, Epps was so good offensively. And there's just you know a few more things. It needs to be refined on both. They're both going to be really good players, but yeah, Epps is something, and and he was kind of the dark horse uh, of of the four freshmen coming in. It was like, and, and turns out to be, well, now he's in the starting lineup, not not by the path that anyone chose with Sky Clark having to leave and then just having to kind of figure things out. Mm-hmm. But here he is, and and, and it worked. Uh, two one seven texter actually mentions the inbounds play that Epps had. That's that's some that's some heady basketball right there. You never turn your back on an inbounder, man, and and that that shows Illinois locked in there. So thanks for for that one. Two one seven texter. Uh, a lot of good thoughts here. Lucky socks and mustache. I don't know about the socks, but Matt Meyer rocking the mustache. Uh, those were good. Congrats to the win. Uh, to the Illini on the win, says Benny, and uh, we had good Coleman tonight. The guy made it look easy on some sloppy plays. Uh, very happy with the team win. Go Illini, and that's a, a good segue there. Coleman Hawkins wa- was my guy, if we're going to pick an MX electrifying player of the game. He was doing it all, especially on the defensive end. Saw Mike, if you wanted a, a little bit of that analysis, he was helping us on, on the Twitter. Like, it's not going to show up, although he did have three blocks, so that does show up in the, the yeah. stat chart. But uh, 
playing really good help side defense as well as on ball defense and uh, almost a triple double, 11 points, nine boards, six assists. His activity on the de- uh, on the defensive rebounds in the first half really kept the Illini in it, and uh, he's got my pick for player of the game. You are absolutely not wrong. <laughs> I thought my clubhouse leader at half was Terrence Shannon because mm-hmm. he really did what uh, he was the offense getting downhill, finding some gaps. And he had that three, take those threes, but he, you know, fine. But he, you know, he airballed it, and then you know, next time he has it, he he just attacks and either draws a foul or gets a layup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence Shannon was, I mean, he he was quintessential like why he's here. <laughs> attack, 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 get to the rim. He's the guy that was missing last year, and he goes nine for nine. By the way, free throw line, Illinois, sixteen of eighteen, nine of twenty three from the line. Against Indiana, sixteen of eighteen. I bet you they decided. You know what? We're going to go practice some free <laughs> yeah, they throws just, <laughs> for the first time this year. It's time. No, that wasn't Brad's decision either. The assistants got in his ear and said, "Brad, we got to do free throw practice. These guys are killing us." But Terrence Shannon got to his season averages essentially seventeen points, seven boards, three yeah. assists, doing what you you need him to do. And, and yeah, Coleman Hawkins was doing even a, a little extra. Exactly. I mean, Hawkins is a what a board shy of a double double and had six assists as well but was just disrupting so much and did a lion's share against Brian's Brian, uh, Bryce Sensabaugh uh, mm-hmm. yeah he, he he was probably the most complete contributor to the game tonight amongst a lot of them and raise your hand if you had four guys with seven rebounds or more tonight coming into this they beat them at Ohio State's game mm-hmm they out-rebounded him both offensively and defensively, 44-30 to 30 total. That's why Illinois won the game, defense and rebounding. The guy leading the way on rebounds, nine of them, Coleman Hawkins, 11 points, six assists, only one turnover in a game-high 37 minutes. He gets our MX electrifying player of the game. Shannon. Guarded by Likely, now to Hawkins, turns, feed to Shannon, in the corner, Melendez. Short for three, rebound Rodgers to Hawkins for the slam. Energy and activity gives you opportunity. Yep, here's a jumper for two, missed. On the left wing by Thornton, rebound Illinois. Fast break ahead, lob, Hawkins, touch pass, Rodgers! Return to finish. Return to finish. the rim, shaken. Rodgers with the hammer. Oh, his second basket. And everybody on their feet at State Farm Center. Six minutes to go. 64-48 Illinois. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. Three blocks and a steal as well for Coleman Hawkins as he gets our player of the game. You know, the caller was the last caller mentioning, you know, Terrence Shannon will be gone. I think a good chance Coleman Hawkins is gone. Last year, in the game against Ohio State, I mentioned this pregame, only 10 of the points scored last year for Illinois is on the roster this year. I'm talking about points scored. Mm-hmm. That was Coleman Hawkins scored 10 points in the game against Ohio State out of 83. The other 73 aren't on the team anymore. Ohio State last year scored 86 points. Only three of their points scored last year are on this year's team. Mm. 83 other points are gone. Get used to it. <laughs> it's going to happen again because these guys are moving on either the NBA or graduating out or, or, or what have you, or transfer portals. It's just going to be how it is for yeah. a little bit. The Buckeyes back on the losing end. They're in a, a bit of a struggle here in this stretch. Illinois back on the winning side. Coleman Hawkins gets our player of the game. More calls, more texts, plenty to come here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show on News Talk 1400 FM, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Yeah, those are the full, the full pantyhose. Yeah. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now 
Top to Jaden Epps. Back to Hawkins. Right wing three. Oh, missed it badly. Rebound, Danger. Danger lost the handle. Bouncing around. Gets it back. And slams it in. How do you like that? A little pass to yourself. A little pass to yourself. You get an assist for that? What did you get an assist for that, Brian? <laughs> 45-31. He lost the handle. Got it back. Tapped it to himself and slammed it in. 14-point lead for Illinois. There's a little bit of Dane danger for you here tonight. As we said, six points, four boards, and only 13 minutes for the redshirt sophomore. But uh, everybody stepping up defensively when he was off because of foul trouble and uh, just otherwise. Ty Rogers played himself into minutes. R.J. Melendez played himself into minutes. And Coleman Hawkins, as we said, in this Illinois win over Ohio State. Be very interesting to see if and when Luke Goody gets back into rotation, how that will impact everything because there's, tonight's a game where they feel a lot of flow and, and for the most part we're efficient and, and running the right stuff. Like We, we talked about it. they got to be better. But but when you get Luke Goody back, it'll just be, be interesting how you mix that all in chemistry-wise. That's, that's what I keep wondering as well. It's not going to be a plug-and-play thing. And you're creating a similar situation to what you had when Sky Clark was here. Is you're trying to find minutes for another guy when there's only 200 minutes to go around. Yeah, and it's not that he wouldn't deserve the minutes. It's no. just there's only exactly there's only the pie's only so big, and that of course assumes that he's full go. Yeah, I mean he, he I don't know if he's started practicing fully yet, but he's doing all the Activities. basketball thing. I mean he was out there shooting around today okay before that he was chucking he was making a half court shots i mean <laughs> which they did not do yeah the the <laughs> student section for apparently the first time all season so oh wow <laughs> boy you go yeah, I, I don't know weird things happen uh when they got mcnuggets so which <laughs> we haven't did. even gotten into <laughs> oh we'll definitely get into that let's get back into the fan line exit yeah we will I just wanted to say second. what yeah just one one thing uh texture is asking i don't know if I said it in a way to imply something that I didn't mean to, Sky Clark left the team. He essentially chose to leave the team to deal with personal issues. He cho- chose to leave. Uh, so if if I said he had to leave, I didn't mean to imply he was forced off. I meant he made choice a choice for personal reasons to leave, which is entirely different than being run off or something like that. Uh, but other than that, we don't know why. Uh, the kid made it, had to leave. Mm. He he chose to leave. <laughs> and and Illinois kind of finding roles for guys here, and they get the win over Ohio State. We go back to the fan line. Simeon's with us. All happy tears after this one, Simeon. Yeah, I'm happy, guys. I'm I'm happy about the win. And first of all, happy New Year, Scott. I don't think I've talked to you all year, maybe all season. Simeon, it is always a pleasure to hear from you. Happy New Year to you, yeah. sir. Yeah, I uh, I, I was like uh, I was telling Evan I was I was very pleased for this uh, uh, with this result tonight. I didn't know what to expect as because we played so um, uninspired against Indiana. When I went back and and looked at it again, um, if we'd have made uh, in the Indiana game, if we'd have made some of those layups that we missed and hit more free throws, we could have possibly won that game instead of looking so it, it looking so horrid. But anyway, you move on and you play uh, against uh, Ohio State, and uh, it was good to see Moneyball in the starting lineup. At least that's <laughs> what they call him down here, uh, Jaden. Um, rebounding and ball movement are the keys for this team. Um, when, we, when we play, uh, uh, we usually play pretty good half-court defense, but when we play it like we're not afraid and, and we don't get pushed around like we did uh, did against Indiana, this team is pretty is a pretty good team. And the other thing is, uh, a caller earlier mentioned it, when we have ball movement and the other piece is when we get into the paint and then move the ball back out, we're a much better team than when we're just passing it around the outside and, and chucking threes. I still think we take a few more threes than what we should, but I think uh, Brad is okay with them shooting threes. So um, I'm hoping that it, uh, Melendez would find his uh, his stroke. Uh, with Goody coming back, our percentage can't help but to go up. But like what you guys say, you know, 
um, fitting him into the lineup. I'm wondering if he should redshirt because he's missed so much of the season already. But I, you know, I don't know what his his mentality is toward that. Um, like uh, it's already been mentioned, Coleman played fantastic. Um, for the play of the game, I would say that we do that dueling dunk of uh, Coleman and Ty, where uh, uh, Ty gave Coleman an assist and then uh, turned around and Coleman gave Ty assist. Um, but I'm very pleased about that, and I, I, uh, uh, if we play like we did tonight, we can go into uh, Wisconsin and and get a win there, and uh, hopefully uh, keep it rolling. Wisconsin's got Wall back. They do, but I I I, I think Illinois is okay there. Mm-hmm. I just do. I haven't watched how they've necessarily played since he's been inserted back in there, but. Uh, Play, played West pretty. Beat them. Got got the start of the win streak uh, against them, and uh, yeah, yeah. I you saw uh, the the free throws and the layups. Yeah, I mean that's that's why that game was a blowout. I mean you make some of those. Indiana played better. Indiana should have won, but yeah, you, you could see the end but of that stretch. I there. don't believe Illinois wins if they make more free throws or if they make it just, more layups. No. It's a different game. Though. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks different, and, and people have a, a different uh, opinion of it. And I don't think for the last five days all they did was practice layups and free throws, and they go 16 of 18 from the line. They go make 13 of 18 layups, and they were getting dunks, good dunks uh, as well. So uh, a lot of that just kind of got worked out with the, the layoff. And you saw they were working on some doubling there, although they scored most of the time. They tried to double because Coleman's trying to like call it out late, which isn't how it's supposed to work. <laughs> so it was telegraphed uh, a lot but, of the time. And, and, and if, if you listen to Brad in the network postgame interview, Dion pointed out, hey, I saw you were starting to double the post. And Brad said, yeah, that's something we've been working on. And and to paraphrase, we've been working on it and, and you know, it needs to get better. <laughs> what I hear in that is the the calls for everybody to say just double the post. I can do that, but if I haven't worked on it, if we haven't worked on it, then it it's you know it's the same as saying everyone was saying why didn't they just go play zone against Indiana? Well, because that's not what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you you can't just you can't walk into a game with seven defenses ready to be implemented. You come in with a game plan and you have to execute it, and you've got to make adjustments. Yeah, but uh, and but every defense is a is a pick your poison. It's just every defense has vulnerabilities, and you saw them doing a lot of. A lot of what they've done this year, they switched a little bit there in the first half. Most of the time, they're they're doing that drop stuff. They're they're throwing in the double teams as well. I mean, they're they're doing a, a little bit yeah. of everything. And this is a, a brand new team, so the fact yeah. that they're being able to throw but all this I, stuff I together. Most of the time, if, if we're sitting here and going, maybe they, this isn't working. This needs to be adjusted, and and they're not adjusting it. I'm not here to carry water for them. All I'm saying is, they usually have reason that they're not doing it. Not just because no, I don't like that, and, and that there's we haven't practiced that. They're not ready for it. This will there's there's a myriad of reasons why you wouldn't do something, uh, just because a isn't working. I'm still in a little bit in the camp of if you know a really isn't working, why not try b? Because at this point, what else do you have to lose? But that's easy for me to sit here and say that. <laughs> And most of the time, Coleman was trying to front the post on those situations, and then you saw he got fronted himself, and then he's calling for the double team. So it's a, a growing process. Same on the offensive end. I, I agree. I quit keeping track, but most of Terrence, Terrence's threes today weren't in rhythm. A couple of Jadens. Uh, Meyer had a, a three that was in, in rhythm. So you could probably take out six or eight of these, but this is a, a team when they're getting to the paint like – Everybody was here today. They're going to get open looks for guys like Melendez and Epps, and hopefully they'll fall in. So uh, if they're getting into the offense and they're going running good offense, you're you're going to see threes. But those just chuck up threes because we we can't run anything. Yeah, those have those have got to go. But uh, uh, enough of the uh, scoring droughts were were kept to a minimum here for the Illini, and they got the win. So Yeah, they, they had to bust out of a few of them. This was not a game high on 
field goals mm-hmm. and with a lot of re- only know, shot forty percent. And maybe maybe you had a better advantage point. Was this just a whistle happy crew, or was it was there a lot of fouls? It was a slog in the first half. There, I mean, there it was, just, was there was no flow, no flow, and whistle this, whistle that, and then it didn't seem sec- ticky tack, but it was just like let them play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't get more than like a minute without hearing a whistle. It was just a, a whole lot of start stop there, but Illinois found a way. Hey, Simeon, always appreciate you calling in. You can call us as well, 217-356-9397. Hey, look at this. We get another. Uh, uh, we don't have another 8 p.m. tip until February 23rd. Everything else is earlier in the evening or, or an afternoon game on a weekend. So, yeah, there was a se- There's a 7.30 in there, which isn't yeah. much better. But there's a, a lot of sixes. I did notice that this is the earliest home week start of the season. Yes. And the crowd took a minute to get in, which makes sense. You've got out-of-work traffic with getting into the game traffic and all that, but it was a, a pretty good crowd. All, all I'm saying is the Norfolk folk have no excuse not to call <laughs> when there's a 6 p.m. tip. Simeon, Simeon calls no matter what Well, I know. He's, he's, he, a, he's, he's an he, everyday guy. I think he even stayed up for – no, he might not have stayed up for UCLA, but I wouldn't have blamed him for that one. That I, was a really late I, night. Yeah, not, not, not an excuse, but just a reality. It was late. It was very late. It was the next day, like when we got started. But Joey you know, and in I this sat here in and, this league, night in and night out, game times are going to be different. You just have to be ready to call. Yeah, Scott Beatty, next man up for us here yep. for Mike on the Fasters <laughs> Etc. Post Game Show. One other thing that that Simeon brought up in a, a texter wondered about Goody redshirting. They're in a situation that I, I they've never really felt like they were trying to rush him back. It's, no. If if he's ready to play, I think they're going to play him. And if he's not ready, then you have that luxury of red shirting him. But I think they want to get him back in there because of I, I saw him a little bit in a timeout. Like he he's the guy. He's he's the one vocal leader I, I think that you have on this team. So they they'll want to get him on the floor for that and his shooting and his his defense. Yeah, I I, I don't think this is window dressing. I think they're doing everything they can to get him back. Mm-hmm. It, it it will just be this is where. Brad will earn a paycheck or two just by figuring out how do you get him in. And it all depends on how well he plays and how quickly he can be uh, up to conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna take a while. doesn't it? matter how much running and lifting and everything else you're doing. It's not the same as playing basketball. It's just in a game. There's just not with that heart rate change and the adrenaline and the emotions and everything. There's just nothing like it except and, playing it. And we're in the final week of this month, so the pressure of these games ticks up. So you you'll you'll get even tired faster jumping right back into it. Yeah. So, oh, um, I I expect they'll get Luke Goody in there if he can, but. The red shirt is in your back pocket. Okay, you can call us. You can text us if you've got thoughts. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show. Oh. You got to have composure. Yeah. You, you know, things aren't always going to be perfect, especially when you play an elite team, and Michigan State is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've, you've got you've to battle through some of those uh, bouts of adversity. and. Um, I think just in, it starts off in practice. Um, Coach Brad always telling us that uh, we can be the best defensive team in the country. Um, we got all the length to do it. Um, and everybody just bought in together. We were connected tonight defensively. As you guys played this game, you guys thought the freshman sense the ball. You guys did a good job on him, I thought. What did you uh, try to do? Yeah, just in practice, um, we kind of locked in on him. He's one of our key guys. I think he's averaging around 17 points. Um, he's had a lot of big games this season. We knew he was going to come in, be physical, and, and just try to score. So uh, we think he's ahead of the snake. So we tried to cut him off early, and I think we did a good job of that. Mm-hmm. There's Ty Rogers talking about the team defense. If it wasn't for a late three, would have held Ohio State below 60 points here tonight. But 60 isn't too bad in a nine-point win for the Illini to get back over 500 in Big Ten play. Back here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show, Scott Beatty, Evan Kahn, Joey Wright helping us out as well here. You know, in the first half, Illinois shot 22 shots and had 15 more attempts in the second half. 37 attempts in the second half. Ohio State, 32 attempts in the first half. Illinois actually held them down to 28 attempts in the second half. So just the defense just just was pretty darn good in the first half. 
it continued in some ways better in the second half. Uh, Ohio State had a little couple of spurts there in the second half, but Illinois was I give them an A <laughs> defensively tonight. And it wasn't even in forcing turnovers. Ohio State only had six turnovers, but Illinois scored 11 points off of those turnovers. Well, what what you what you don't realize sometimes is just how steals and blocks are like the sexy numbers and they're there <laughs> and they're they're really good. I mean, Meyer and and, and there's another six blocks and Lieb came in and, and had what was it two in a moment or one of them in one, one and a half yeah. and he got a foul. Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> or I think uh, Rogers uh, got the foul. Three for Coleman and, and 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 two for Meyer. But the other thing is happening is when you're not blocking the ball, you're still disrupting it. If your hands are up or out, it's causing the uh, the, the the ball handler to have to alter the shot or do something different. Uh, to go up and over or around as opposed to just a clear shot. And and that's where y- 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 there's no way to just measure it in a box score, but you can see it in the number of times that shots are uh, disrupted or altered or just come up empty for the other team. Um, there was a couple times they hit some open mid-range shots, but the Illini were pretty happy to live with those. Those are yeah, those are very inefficient shots, and you can see that in the the shot chart here. Five of thirteen for Sensible, uh, likely two of eight, key two of eight. I, I mean they 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 were disrupting shots. They got some close looks, but it's kind of the whole idea. Everybody's sitting there on the wall as your help defense, so that causes some tough looks. And, uh, yeah, 38, 37% from the field was Ohio State here as Illinois got the win. Uh, another texture talking about just limited minutes looking for Goody if he were to come back because that's all there is to go around. Think about it. Like, Sincere Harris only played seven minutes tonight, and it's not like you were – trying to f- it, there, there weren't minutes dang danger only played 13 minutes so there, there's not a lot to be had a lot um i was hoping to see yeah not not a whole lot has been said about rj melendez his defense was dynamite tonight those shots are, are gonna fall i think all of his shots were actually good ones uh they they just have not really been dropping in bunches for the guy this year but uh, didn't didn't have the the defensive lapses. He he grabbed three boards and he played 31 minutes for a, a reason. And so, he was on Sensabaugh some too. Mm-hmm. So he did some some good stuff here. Bench really stepped up. Lieb, we already mentioned him. Two points. That was a great look. Shannon on the assist on that one. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean he had. Uh, a, 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 he found a great gap there, and then just fired a bullet in rhythm. I mean, that's just that 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 that, that was all on Shannon. And, and another thing that you don't realize sometimes is it's where that where does the ball receive? Mm-hmm. If a guy catches it chest high or or belt high, he's he's ready to be in rhythm and shoot. If he has to move, that's why I was really impressed with Hawkins three. I think that was in the first half where he kind of. I mean, Epps did a great job of getting it to him because Epps had to go around somebody mm-hmm. to, to 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 kick it out to the right wing. But Hawkins had to shuffle to his left to catch the pass and then set his feet and nailed it. And you could see it on the TV he was saying, great pass, as he pointed to Epps. I mean, that was really well done. But that's not as easy as it looked and how Hawkins did it. That was getting back for getting the offensive board on that possession in the second half Illinois I'm going to bring that up 11 offensive rebounds for the Illini in the second half that was a a big key they just extended possessions for forever even though I think they had a minute there with the ball and they didn't put it in the in the hoop but at least Ohio State couldn't score there as well but uh, a a number of candidates for our Tapman's towing play of the game car won't start after the game called 217-328-2424 for the most trusted roadside service in downstate Illinois Tapman's towing or online at tapmanstowing.com the lead pass was great always brings the people to their feet when Lieb gets it involved, Simeon ha- had one that that I thought, and we already played it. We can we can play it again. There's there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, those back to back dunks uh, were were awesome. They 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 sealed the game. Uh, lo- the touch pass was just perfect because they kept trying to get that oop to Coleman Hawkins, and the pass was just bad every single yes. time. And that one 
still I don't even know, but it worked out because it's the Rogers, Underwood. What are we doing? Look, as he like will look to the rafters for help. <laughs> but Rogers was right there, and they got him the pass. So that could be the play of the game as well. I don't know. There, there's a, a number of ways. Oh yeah, I was going to go with the Terrence Shannon steal and score again. Not a whole lot of turnovers, but that's just playing smart defense. We're we're in a whole lot of gambles either here from the Illini. That was picking your spot well. I think we'll we'll, we'll give that the the Tapman's towing play of the game. No dispute. All right, Shannon, seventeen points, seven boards, three assists, including this steal for a Tapman's towing play of the game. Driving inside the lane, eight to shoot, guarded by Meyer, pass stolen by Shannon, highlight time with a slam. Eight point Illinois lead, 27-19, timeout Ohio State. Nice job there for Terrence That whole possession, what's not in that highlight is Illinois disrupting Ohio State twice. Get a bat. They get a shot off that's missed. Meyer can't keep the handle on it, and it goes out of bounds. Back to Ohio State, and then they defend a third time there. Get them deep into the shot clock there, and then Shannon anticipating what they have to do deep in the shot clock, get it back out, and disrupts it. So that was really three stops in one that culminated with that steal. That pushed it out to an eight point lead for the Illini, and they never really looked back from there. Uh, Actually, no, they didn't look back from there. Held the held the lead for the majority of the game, 34 minutes. Pushed it out to 17. They win it by 9. That's our Tetman's towing play of the game. Still got time if you've got some thoughts on this one here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. It's the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217 356 9397 or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 we got to make it and we got the guy at the free throw line to get him Brian he's not a very good foul shooter 41-31, Illinois by 10. The second miss here as the crush is going crazy. They got a McDonald's logo down there, bouncing up and down. They got a McNugget bouncing up and down. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm loving the animations on the board with all these nuggets bouncing around. Yeah. <laughs> Likely with a second free throw. 16-41 for the game. It's not as loud as it gets. For free food, it's up. And he missed it. Yeah. There, you go. there you go. Thank you very much. Free McNuggets. And they call it students. You know, we need better, a, better start cranking them out at McDonald's. Better start cranking them out. <laughs> no joke. I, I I haven't been to a game in a while. I went to one earlier this year, but it was Lindenwood. It was the smallest crowd of the season. So it's been a while. But that was the loudest crowd I've heard in a while for the free nugs. It's just electric in there. <laughs> I mean, this thing's taking on a life of its own, and whatever McDonald's has paid for this promotion, they're getting back a huge return on investment. The, I don't know if it's the best part or the funniest part, but like, they're on defense and everybody gets quiet. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be cheering for. But I, I mean, is there. Is, look. I know times can be hard, but are we on a? Are we having a lack of poultry around here? Because it was, people are acting like it's the first time they're going to be able to sink their teeth into some chicken. It's the finest of delicacies, is the chicken McNugget, and the folks left the State Farm Center happy with some free nugs with two missed free throws in an Illinois win here tonight against Ohio State. Could have been the play of the game. <laughs> Very well, could have every time. Every time, it's a lot of fun. What a fun game, says 217-Texter. Always good to beat Ohio State, which has not happened a whole lot here of recent. Did, no, did I have that wrong? Was this the first time or maybe the second time that Brad's beaten him? He, did he beat him in his first year at the State Farm Center? They said the last one at, at Champaign was 2017. My question is, is before he was hired or after? Yeah, that, Well, no, it couldn't have been after. 
because he was hired in 17. In March of 17. Yeah. I don't think they were doing the early season uh, Big Ten games yet. Yeah, so I think this is the first time he's beat him here. Won a couple of times. There. There. Three times there. Wow. So he's now four and five against him. Okay. So it is fun to beat Ohio State 217 Texter. Love the way Ty played like a controlled, frantic, rebounding wild man. In the second half, for sure. Already said it, but I want to get the numbers exact here. Yeah, six rebounds in 11 minutes <laughs> in the second half, as well as a, a couple of layups or a, a dunk and a layup, and should have had a layup in the first half that didn't go Whoops. down. Um, but you know, it, it it is what it is. Really like the the play of him from him in the second half. Finished with four points, eight boards, and an assist as well. So, yeah, Ty, good stuff. Carl says, team is talented, uh, could use a point guard. Sometimes, sometimes they could, and that that's probably my biggest issue. With, could they? Is with, like, Coleman having to call out the offense. It'd be nice if they knew, right, because LeBron's kind of done that thing for years. He's not the point guard, but he's the point guard, but it's not like – he has to like have somebody else call out the play for. No, him. I get what they what was saying, but the reason I said, do they really need a point guard, is just because of where things are evolving towards. In, in I mean, Scott Ritchie wrote a whole column on on point guards and and the necessity. I mean, if you and if you ask Brad, of course, right now he's going to say, no, we're good. I mean, nobody's going to. Uh, I think it's a like everybody wants one, but not every. Maybe it's like centers, <laughs> you know, everybody wants one, but the game's moving towards. Um, more ball handlers and kind of you know the, the positionless stuff that you mm-hmm. see in the Big Ten. Or excuse me, in the NBA. So, um, I, I'm I'm with you, but I don't know if it's the perceived necessity that it once was. Especially with the idea that these guys are supposed to get downhill and then distribute. That's not a point guard doing it. That's Matthew Meyer and Jaden Epps and Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins. That's everybody getting in, involved when it when it comes to that. So it'd be nice. Jaden did run the de facto point guard for a lot of the night. He played 31 minutes. Terrence usually runs that. He's not a guy. He's not a catch-and-shoot guy. They don't have a whole lot of catch-and-shoot guys. So there's just not really a place for a point guard. But it it, it would be cool. But, I'm not uh, saying they don't want it. Yeah, I'm just saying, is the need like it once was? Um, I just had one. Most of Melinda's shots, oh, weren't squared up. Uh, that might be so. I don't know about that. But uh, he's he, he just hasn't really had a whole lot of confidence. But apparently, he hits them all during warmups. There's just something off in the game. He's always good for getting to the foul line and missing one of those as well. So might be more mental. Uh, defense, awesome defensive efforts, says 217 Texter. Uh, loving Ty Rogers. Uh, Terrence Shannon as well. He had a couple of dunks or at least one really good one. Uh, RJ played the best defense that we've seen. Yep, yep, I would agree. And that's what's going to keep him on the floor and going to keep getting him a chance to get shots. There, so uh, R.J. Melendez, only three points, but very productive. I think there was a point where he was the leader in the plus-minus, and things kind of evened out as the game went along. But uh, he finishes with a plus thirteen, which is just one shy of Terrence Shannon's fourteen. Yeah, I I think for a guy that missed five shots out of the six he took, R.J. Melendez can feel really good about this night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to see those those go in, but I I still think he 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 can. Hang his head high, hold his head high about tonight. And that's the the cool thing about most of these wins is it's not just one guy carrying the load. Somebody might shine a little brighter, but everybody's kind of pitching in when most of these wins happen. Yeah, I mean, if you get to a place where the the W is all I care about, then you know we could sit here and look at stats and all that. But if the player is in the mindset of I only care that we won, no matter what. That's a team that moves forward and makes progress. That's a good segue into our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with the roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested, and by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel. Um, I mean, they're kind of already out there for the pick-in. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the rebounding. I thought from the start you saw that they wanted to get defensive rebounds, and that kept 
Ohio State from getting second looks, and even if they got second looks, they weren't very good, and then they stepped it up even more in the second half, and that was how they were able to dictate the pace as well and get out on, on some breaks and uh, led to good things on offense, and uh, the offensive rebounding wasn't too bad either because they could run some more offense and, and got some second-chance looks as well. Yeah, spot on. Ohio State's game is offensive rebounding, and by out-rebounding them defensively, 30 defensive rebounds to Ohio State's 10, that means three out of every four opportunities were going towards Illinois. So you're absolutely right. Um, and I'll, I'll just add, they, they, they faced up and got in the way of Ohio State trying to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And there's some talented players on Ohio State, but Illinois disrupted. They were... They were forcing him into hard shots and didn't let him get going beyond the arc. Four of ten, that's a good percentage, but not a lot of opportunities there. Illinois' defense was superb tonight. It was it was just excellent across the board. Uh, what do you know? Defense and rebounding. <laughs> Funny how that works out. And uh, we, we also mentioned it a little earlier, but 16 of 18 from the line, that's not uh-huh. too bad. Terrence Shannon was the majority of that half half of them <laughs> Matthew Meyer got got three I didn't really look to see if he got fouled but we'll take it everybody else gets those so he should get one but uh yeah Terrence Shannon knocking him down Jay Nepps everybody hitting their free throws all big in this Illinois win those are our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and by game day spirit coming up towards the end if you've got some thoughts here on this win on the fasteners etc post game show about as loud as it gets for free food. Well, we've spent a lot of time working on post defense after the last game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Solid the adjustment with the double team. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that you know we're we're in the infant stages with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought we had a couple of really good ones. Uh, we missed one in the in the in the second half. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean you you've got to keep building and and growing things. That's part of it. Uh, but, you know, just our one-on-one individual defense, I thought Coleman was outstanding yes. tonight in that end. And, and uh, uh, you know, Matt goes and blocks a couple shots. And, uh, you know, that's one of the advantages we have with some length on the perimeter who can guard. And, and uh, uh, I thought Coleman was just fantastic tonight. Nine rebounds and six assists, only one mm-hmm. turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll take that every single night. Hear him? He's sitting Dublin. We're starting to double. We'll see if it pays off. Didn't really work out today, but the rest of the defense was good for the Alona. I don't know why I can't hear myself. Now I can hear myself. The music's a little loud, but we're still going here on the Fasters, etc. post-game show. Scott and Evan with you, Joey, helping us out. Gary says that he applauds our work. We don't even need Mike, but he is looking for Mike for a movie review. So, well, Mike is on Sports Talk tomorrow. He's on so, assignment tonight. I said, okay, then you're coming on Sports Talk tomorrow. Which is just as 425 good. on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. So you'll so, get the condensed breakdown from Mike tomorrow. I, I do want to say that we tend to get more accolades when Illinois wins. <laughs> I tend to be a better uh, analyst of the game when Illinois wins. <laughs> He's a big fan of RJ tonight, as were we in Illinois' win over Ohio State. Uh, just kind oh, of they played well. Like, oh, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they won. They probably played pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's it's a hard work that we do here on the post game. Wait, show. so did Mike has not seen Caddyshack? Is that the deal? So somebody somebody ref. Uh, it was after they beat the. The Gophers. Minnesota, yeah, and made a go for reference. And, and what, what did it fly by him? Well, no, it flew by me because I've only seen it once, and and Mike hadn't seen it, but he just knew because he's just that kind of guy. He said he saw the poster, and and, and so yeah. yeah. There's not much that gets by Mike Latulip. No, no, guy yeah. is sharp. Yeah, he got into the U of I for a reason. But I can understand why you hadn't seen Caddyshack. That's of a certain generation. That's just well, right I, on the edge. Yeah, me. I watched it once, and I I've had this discussion with Allie. It's in like, like looking back on it, like the, the, the big idea of the story just didn't age well. So we'll we'll just kind of leave it no, at that. No, but I, I would say there's a lot of dumb movies that are really funny if 
if it's when you saw them at a certain time in your life. Yeah. And, you know, I just showed my kids the other day, what about Bob? I mean, I'm just, I still can't get over that movie. It's just, I think that movie's hilarious. Or Dumb and Dumber. I mean, it's just, it is dumb. But if you, it was in your wheelhouse in high school, then it's just the funniest thing you've ever, you know. So there's a whole bunch of, oh, Caddyshack and Stripes and, and all the, you know, the, the, the original SNL guys mm-hmm. that were making movies. And oh, that's just the funniest thing ever. And I, I know, I know people love it. So I, Candy nothing, bar in the pool. N- nothing wrong with it. I'll give it a, another shot. I'll just have to ignore like the big love story angle of it all. Just super <laughs> awkward to me. Same with for the love of the game. That that that's not a comedy, but I'm just saying. Why are we disrupting a beautifully pitched ball game here to talk about a love story? That is a, a love story with a ba- baseball game in the background. Yeah, that should be the other way around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, great team effort. Uh, keep keep. Feeding Dane, loosen up the defense. They will. McNuggets? They w- <laughs> I'm thinking post touches for the big guy. Somebody's and asking about, uh, yes. Uh, somebody's asking about Luke Goody, if he, um, if he would need to redshirt if players are still getting the extra year. I don't think Goody gets an extra year. He came after COVID. Right. Yeah, yeah. He missed that boat. So, Coleman Hawkins, he could play an extra year. But yeah. he's, th- him, Corbello, that class. Mm-hmm. I mean, those... Those were the only two. Am I forgetting somebody from that class? Oh man, that transferred away. I don't know. Yeah, it's but, been uh, <laughs> good. Uh, I, I think if Goody plays a minute, he loses it, right? Isn't that the deal? Well, there there was, I thought, a similar thing to football as far as like if you only played a couple games. But I don't know if that's like only in the beginning of the season. I don't know if it's like, oh, I only played the last three games. Does this count? I don't know. I think they, yeah. I, I still contend. I think they want him to play, and since there's you know six weeks for him to still get right, yeah. I'm guessing he'll probably get. I'm just saying he doesn't look like a guy that's just going through some motions and not well, gonna play. Think about it. Like if he doesn't play this year, that means he'll go terrible math here. Nineteen months without playing a competitive game. Yeah. <laughs> no twenty twenty one year old wants to do that. Yeah. So. I think I think Luke Goody's going to play if the opportunity presents itself. Okay, I mean we've hit most of it. Some um, somebody I think wants us to talk about the refs. We we didn't. There there was a guy behind me who was not a fan of the refs, um, but I mean there there's that guy at at every game, and they were calling it tight. But we've heard that's what they're going to do because that's supposedly how everybody else does it because we just beat each other up in the Big Ten. Um, I don't know. I didn't. We said it earlier. Didn't really have a flow to it, uh, with all of the whistles being blown. Yeah, I, I thought the foul called on Ty Rogers on the on those on the phantom screen uh, on the Illinois side. That was a that was kind of a missed call. Well, he did. I think they were trying to make up for the one. He might have had a moving screen the play before, where I think Illinois got a three. They at least got a, a look from three, and you you know that happens. We we don't like it, but coach at the other end says something they start looking for it and the littlest thing tweet you know we, we yeah. got we got the foul uh well it's it's a, a they game were fine by, i thought i mean the, the, the foul uh what was the ohio state was whistled for 16 illinois for 20 the 20 free throws for ohio state 18 for illinois it was fine i mean you may not have liked the flow of the game it wasn't aesthetically as pleasing but i thought the balance uh, the officiating on balance was fine. Mm-hmm. And especially because both teams were attacking the paint. Yeah. That's what their idea is on offense, and you're going to get bodies banging. Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that there were a lot of fouls in an Ohio State-Illinois game mm-hmm. And I, this year. I noticed it just kind of scrolling through looking for this game, just what Ohio State does. They foul a lot, and that's what they did. So good job. Mostly of Terrence Shannon taking advantage of that, getting downhill, shooting nine free throws, and hitting all of them in this win. Okay, we're going to give last call here. If you want to call or text in, Fasteners, etc. Post game show. I don't wear the zebra shirt, but I don't like that. Shannon left wing. Shannon cut off. Looking inside for Lee. Got away. Laid it in. the chant of Lieb up from Illini Nation, the seven-foot junior from Deerfield. Love it when Brandon Lieb gets in the score column. 
two points in two minutes. Only, actually, not only. He he got a foul. What do you know? That, That's what he does. That eh, was an iffy foul and also got a block. He did. He got a, a, a real big block there in the first half as Dane Danger got into foul trouble. But Illinois played excellent team defense, and they're back in the win column, yet to lose consecutive games this season. 14-6 and six overall, 5-4 and four in the Big Ten. Everybody's jammed up Wait there in minute. the middle. I didn't believe you when you said that. Said what? That they haven't lost back-to-back games. No. It is felt like they have. They just that stretch they where they're going win, win. They just didn't win consecutive games there for about a month. Where they were going win lose win lose win lose. Snip snap snip snap snip snap. <laughs> I mean, do you have any idea the physical toll that takes on a fan base? But uh, that is pretty remarkable because it's felt like they were in some funks, and to actually not lose back to back games, uh, I, I think says something about the makeup of the team. Mm-hmm. Yep, they've they've managed to find a way after some tough some some bad losses some ugly losses um yeah probably that Penn State to Missouri stretch it felt like you lost three in a row there but uh no have not lost consecutive games over 500 I mean the Big Ten kind of is what it is just do do what you can win as many games as possible and hope Purdue loses a few along the way maybe you can defend the, the Big Ten crown but uh the Texas and UCLA wins, I think, may be the only single-digit wins. Somebody pointed that out, like, all of Illinois' games are double digits. Yeah, almost win or lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't lost a squeaker, and they have uh, well, you know, Maryland was a five-point loss, but that just felt like it was more. Mm-hmm. I think they closed that late. But um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's been very NBA-ish, as you pointed out. <laughs> a lot of big wins. A lot of big losses, um, and we'll see what's to come because Big Ten play is not quite halfway done. We're almost halfway, but we still got 11 more <laughs> of these things to go, and we'll do it on Saturday, first weekend game we've had in a while. Yeah, on the road at Madison. I think they can win this one. Mm-hmm. I, I just do. I think this is has got them right, and it gives them a little, little bit of time. They do have to – you know, two plays are harder because everyone – counteracts what they did before but i think i just think illinois i'm going off vibe more than analytics i think illinois can get this one in madison i don't think wisconsin's what they were yeah vibe and and we saw how they matched up the last time i I think they match up well again and that was just coming off sky leaving and figuring everything out and they they got a big win so Hopefully they can do the same on Saturday. We'll get game day going at noon with the Ryan Dallas Real Estate pregame show. Tip-off is at 2, and then we'll be back for post-game show. Mike will be here. Scott, I mean, you're, you're welcome to come back. Uh, you don't have to uh, because, you know, we, we hold it down most of the time, but uh, you're, you're welcome if you want to. Quality over quantity. And it looks like... It's birthday weekend, too. <laughs> that 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 too. So maybe just just take the weekend off, do do pregame show and and go have fun. We have one last minute call getting in, beating the buzzer. Mm-hmm. John and Champagne, you got some thoughts here before we close things up, John? Hey, I got a beater, butter, buzzer beater. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, how many minutes did uh, Ty Rogers play? Did he played about sixteen minutes. Played exactly sixteen minutes. Sixteen. How many rebounds did he get? Eight. Eight and a lot of these other guys playing thirty some minutes. What they get? Eight, nine rebounds apiece. Yeah, the rebound rate per forty minutes is, <laughs> is pretty high for for Ty Rogers. That's that's his role. Yeah. That's a guy knowing his role no. and and taking care of what he needs to when he was in there, and he did an excellent job, especially in the second half. I disagree. He's got a bigger role than that, but that's just my opinion. You know. It's not they're they're not he's not bringing the ball up. He's not going to be a guy that's going to spot up shoot. Most of his opportunities are going to be good cuts off of steals like he he did here tonight. Um he's 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 not going to be asked to to do a whole lot as far as scoring. As a freshman. Yeah. I think not, it, the whole right thing's going to grow. Yeah, and going in for rebounds, he gets he gets his nose dirty unlike some of those other guys. I don't see Hawkins. He goes in three quarters of the way, and he pulls back out. Hawkins had a game-high nine rebounds here tonight, and I yeah. thought I thought there was a, a lot of good rebounding. Meyer had eight. 
Shannon had yeah. seven. Uh, yeah. Danger, Danger had four in, in his 13. A uh, lot, lot of good rebounding from everybody, Ty Rogers right. I- included in that, for sure. Oh, definitely. So that's just my uh, – I'm pretty high on him, and I hope they can keep him. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, I, I think he had too much coming at him early on in the season as a freshman, yeah. and they, they kind of slimmed things down, simplified it for him. And, yeah. you know, to go do this and do this well. And when you yep. do that, other offensive opportunities start to open up. And Definitely. He, 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 Definitely. Could, he, he could really grow into something because he's got oh, – yeah. I mean, he played on Team USA uh, U18. <laughs> I mean, you don't just accidentally get that, okay? So he's got yeah. a base level of talent. There's just so much coming at you as a freshman. Uh, yeah, but he can score if you're leaving them for 20, 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. Yep. Well, his role ke- keeps growing. Time. Keeps growing. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, John. Beating the buzzer last minute here, and we're we're gonna actually. I should I should probably give one last chance to the text line, but I think we hit everything there. Something about a an a, an arc. I missed that one. Inside the three point line. Oh, I I don't know if the caller or the texture is implying that. Uh, I, I said that Ohio State was hitting some mid range shots that Illinois was fine with giving those up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the texture is countering with, hey, live, you know, it's okay to score there, or or it was saying that, you know, encouraging Illinois to, to keep attacking. I, I I don't know, but I think the, 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 the point is the mid-range, my point is mid-range games is, is not what it used to be because it's a lower percentage shot for not as much of a yield compared to a few feet further out for a three-pointer or being two feet away from the basket on a layup or a post-up. Yeah, and that's that's just, just factual as is. And if I remember right, Ohio State is actually a, a rather high-volume three-point shooting team. They just didn't even really get the looks here tonight. They've um, been up and down. They will just kind of depends on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So tonight was not one of those nights. They knocked down a few, but uh, – Pretty good defense. And from again, the it's hard to shoot threes against a team that's really long. When you got Coleman Hawkins out there, when you got Ty Rogers out there, when you got Danger, although he's not as much on the perimeter, it's just harder to get off clean shots. Shannon is really long too. Okay, I think I got everybody. Even somebody listening on ninety three nine. Thanks three oh nine texter. We got three airwaves for this post game show, and we're going to call it a night for all three of them. So, thanks Scott for helping out here during the game and uh, doing post-game show with me. Eat your heart out, Michael Tulip. (laughs) Mike will be back next time, but Scott helped with me tonight. Joey Wright helped out as well. Always uh, appreciate him. He's pulling double duty behind the scenes. Thank you, everybody who listened, called, texted, all that good stuff. We appreciate you very much. We'll be back for Sports Talk tomorrow at 4 but also for game day Saturday as well. Women back in action on Thursday. We just keep this thing going here on News Talk 1493.9 FM. WDWS Champagne Arena. I don't know why I do this. Sometimes I give an ID and, you know, Mike's about to do it as well. So There's no law against doing it twice. No. But I'll finish. Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champagne Arena. Good night. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.